Hello, dear Echoers, and welcome to a new episode of the Echo Podcast. I'm your host, Azhar, and today, or tonight, we'll be talking about a phenomenon that made me hate sleeping at some point. A phenomenon that I believe many of you experienced it, and uh, maybe made you encounter some of your worst nightmares in real life. So, ladies and gentlemen, in today's episode, we'll be talking about sleep paralysis. So without keeping you waiting, stay tuned and let's get lost in the echo. Now, to be honest with you guys, the reason that made me want to talk about this topic is actually living the experience lately. Even though I didn't experience this since months or maybe years, I can't remember. And it wasn't that intense. I woke up at around 1 or 2 a.m., putting in mind that I was awake just a while before that time. And while laying on my back, I opened my eyes suddenly as if I didn't sleep at all and it wasn't intense because there wasn't a lot going on except for the fact that I couldn't move. And the funny thing I did, and which I always do actually, is that I tried to say something or make a noise just to make sure that what's going on is real or not, I didn't know, I had no idea. So I did so and I couldn't make a single sound. So here we go, it's sleep paralysis. I was actually like happy that I experienced it again because I forgot about it and I really needed the inspiration to make a podcast about something. So here it is. All right. But by the way, I described the feeling and it seems like a little bit boring. But when it comes to the other's perspective and the way they lived it, you won't wonder anymore why they call this phenomenon the night terror. So to start with, what is sleep paralysis? So, sleep paralysis, or al-jathum in Arabic, is a phenomenon where you temporarily lose the ability to move or speak while falling asleep or waking up. It occurs during the sleep-wake transition, and during this phase, the brain often suppresses muscle activity to prevent individuals from acting out their dream. Like, imagine you're dreaming and you're in a MMA match. All prayers to the other innocent sleeping in the same room with you. Well, in the case of sleep paralysis, this paralysis is activated for a short duration, leading to a sense of immobility and at times hallucinations or a feeling of pressure on the chest. And other symptoms or sensations are the difficulty of breathing, the feeling of an unwanted present around you, and an intense feeling of fear and maybe uh, anxiety. But well, sleep paralysis has been recognized and documented for centuries and dates back to ancient times. This phenomenon has been described in various cultural and historical contexts, often attributed to supernatural or mythical explanations. And with that being said, let's check how some cultures and civilizations talked about this phenomenon. Starting with Old Hack Syndrome in Western cultures. Sleep paralysis is sometimes associated with the old hag. And this is described as a like a supernatural entity or a demonic entity that sits on the chest of the paralyzed person, causing a feeling of pressure. And of course, we won't talk about the amount of fear that you may experience during that situation. Secondly, we have in Japanese culture, sleep paralysis is referred to as kanashibari. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, kanashibari. 
but the meaning is to be bound by metal and it is often linked to supernatural beliefs spirits or supernatural entities restraining the person also we have the hukaipo also i don't know if i'm pronouncing this right but it's in hawaiian culture and sleep paralysis is known as hukaipo which translates to night marchers it is associated with ghostly apparitions or spirits that walks at night and may be perceived during the episodes of sleep paralysis and one of the myths or stories shared about this phenomenon was named the Night Stalker, actually. In a small mountain village, elders spoke of the Night Stalker. Legend had it that when the clock struck midnight, a shadowy figure crept into bedrooms, leaving sleepers breathless and unable to move. Whispers echoed through the town, attributing the paralysis to the Night Stalker's nightly visits, a mysterious guardian testing the strength of dreams. So, alright, away from the myths and legends, let's try to involve science or neuroscience into this matter. So, scientifically, sleep paralysis is closely tied to the sleep cycle, particularly the REM, rapid eye movement stage. So, during REM sleep, the brain becomes highly active, resembling wakefulness, while the voluntary muscles experience a temporary state of paralysis, known as REM atonia. This paralysis serves as a protective mechanism, preventing individuals from physically acting on their own while they are dreaming. And as mentioned earlier, it will prevent you from doing crazy things during your, I don't know, nightmares or adventurous dreams, it depends. So, the brain-body connection in sleep paralysis occurs during the transition between REM sleep and wakefulness so it's the stage between these two and normally when waking up or falling asleep the body smoothly shifts between different sleep stages but however during sleep paralysis this transition isn't smooth anymore the brain often wakes up before the paralysis associated with REM is fully gone so it will lead to a temporary disconnection between the conscious mind and the body's ability to move so that's why you feel like you're up but you're sleeping at the same time so it's it's kind of crazy but it's actually really interesting now you may be wondering what about the hallucinations we're getting during that like we understand the situation where you're just laying down you can't move your body and all but what about the demonic figures we're seeing during that what does it mean to see a dark shadowy creature like on the top of your chest or standing in the room's corner looking at you while not doing anything and standing still does, does that have an explanation? and actually yes it does well hallucinations during sleep paralysis can be attributed to the heightened activity in the brain and particularly in the areas responsible for perception and emotion and the vivid and sometimes frightening experiences are thought to result from the brain blending dream imagery with the person's waking reality so it's somehow a mixture between what you can imagine what do you have in your dream and at the same time the hard feeling or situation you're in since your body is paralyzed your mind start creating these images that describes what you're feeling so nothing is real so don't worry so basically sleep paralysis is just a natural occurrence linked to the interplay of REM sleep 
which we mentioned earlier, REM is the rapid eye movement. And the brain's control over muscle activity. Understanding this matter process helps demystify maybe the experience and shows how normal it is experiencing this during the usual sleep cycle. Well, even though science explained a little bit this whole process of this phenomenon, but some people still don't want to encounter this over and over again. Not talking about how much terrifying it can be, but it's also annoying because it wakes you in the middle of the night while you may be tired or have work tomorrow or anything like that and you're just up, you can't breathe, you feel like you're being choked to death, maybe seeing some dark scary figures and at some point you will get enough from that and you want to prevent that from happening. Well, actually there are some tips for coping or maybe preventing this from happening and we're gonna mention some of them like this. First of all is to maintain a consistent sleep schedule by going to bed and waking up at the same time every day. And that's kind of hard, especially when you are a student and you have studies and you need to stay away, awake for a long time. But still, trying to maintain a safe cycle for sleeping will somehow help preventing this from happening. Also, create a comfortable sleep environment with minimal disruptions. So when you're going to bed, you need to make sure that everything is peaceful and everything is quiet. You need to turn off the lights, because uh, keeping the lights on will somehow dis interrupt your sleeping quality and uh, at the same time reduce any source of noise or sound, like maybe turn off the TV before sleeping and all. And that actually may help you ha have a good sleep and prevent you from encountering sleep paralysis. Also, you have to reduce stress and practice stress reducing techniques such as mindfulness, meditation or deep breathing exercises because stress is also a factor that can cause you to encounter sleep paralysis. Also, establish a pre-sleep routine to unwind and signal your body that it's time to relax because um, some people when they are going to sleep they start thinking about everything and that's overthinking so you think about the future you think about the problems you're having it's, you think about uh, I don't know the last horror movies you saw maybe and so all of these are things that will reduce the quality of your sleep so it's better to like fix a time for yourself and you tell your body this is your time to relax to have a good amount of rest, a good amount of sleep, and hopefully that can help to have a good quality sleep and prevent you from experiencing these kind of experiences such as um, sleep paralysis. Also, regular exercise. Engage in regular physical activities, but when we say like regular physical activities, it's just simple movements to help your body stretched out and uh, without going intense with the workouts because it's really bad to do so when it's close to bedtime. Also, improve sleep posture. And you can do that by trying to avoid the position you were sleeping in during experiencing your sleep paralysis, which is usually on your back, but it is really recommended that you sleep on your side to prevent all of these from happening but at the same time make sure to maintain the position that you feel comfortable with the most so that's how you would be relaxed and your body will have enough of rest and address sleep disorders 
So if you suspect an underlying sleep disorder such as sleep apnea or insomnia or anything else, consult with a healthcare professional for diagnosis and treatment. And finally, stay well hydrated before going to sleep. And hopefully that will help as well. And with that being said, dear echoers, we have reached to an end for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned maybe new things about sleep paralysis. Stay safe and until the next time, I hope you got lost in the echo.